Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Wannabe Entrepreneur. Today I have another interview. I have an exciting one for you Wannabe Entrepreneurs. I have uh, Cody with me. Hey Cody, what's up? Hey, how are you? Super good. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I'm super excited about this. And uh, the way I met Cody, I'm actually, I met, met you for the first time now. Uh, we, we connected through Reddit. Again, it's the platform that I'm always advocating here in the podcast. And uh, yeah, I said that I was looking for someone to, to interview or in one of my, you know, thousand posts <laughs> sharing and spamming my projects. And Cody said, okay, I have a cool project. Maybe we can speak about it. And uh, yeah, I'm super, super excited about it. Yeah, I will k kick things off by asking you, Cody, to introduce yourself. Say a little bit about, yeah, who is Cody for me and for the listeners that don't know you? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as you said, you know, my name's Cody Howell. I am the co-founder with my wife of Shipping Department. It's a fulfillment center based out of Indiana. And, you know, this, this project of ours started, you know, out of an extra room in our apartment, actually. Cool. So it, it, it hasn't been, you know, this big project from the start. It started off super small. Um, we actually weren't even trying to start a fulfillment center. Um, my background's in marketing and e-commerce and things like that and right. it, it kind of just transformed into its its own business so super cool can you expand a little bit more on what the fulfillment center is a fulfillment center or sometimes it's referred to as a 3pl third-party logistics the easiest way to think about it is you know it's kind of like amazon people who do lots of shipping will send us their product in bulk You know, so okay. they might be ordering off of, you know, Alibaba or ordering from China or, or wherever. It doesn't have to be from there. And they send us their product in bulk. Um, and then we store it and house it. And then as those um, companies or businesses sell the product, mm -hmm. we actually go ahead and then ship it out for them. Um, right. So it, it's kind of like, a, you know, it, it's a step beyond drop shipping. So instead of, you know, Doing drop shipping, this is kind of the next level of, you know, you're starting to bulk buy product and instead of you opening a warehouse, right. to do it, you would you would hire someone like ourselves to ship those products out to your customers for you. Right. But but you don't offer a, an interface like a store, a web store. You just do the, the logistics and the delivering, right? Exactly. Yeah, we do. We focus purely on the logistics. We don't do any selling of our own. Um, you know, that's not to say like we, we do have, you know, multiple social media channels where we're always trying to, you know, promote what we do and promote some of our customers as well. But, you know, we don't do any of the selling ourselves. I'm, I'm super excited because I think this is the first interview that uh, we are actually interviewing someone that is doing something more concrete. So before I interviewed YouTubers, I interviewed people developing apps and even my podcast more about software development. So I'm super excited to understand how the business of, of or, or search a business uh, evolves. So maybe I can I would start by asking you why why this business? How did everything start? How did the idea came came to you? Yeah. So um, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a good question. So I mean, 
the the way that we kind of got into it was you know we kind of got to go a little bit before we started so I've always been you know kind of like I said super interested in business like when I was a little kid I would you know open up a store in front of my house and sell popcorn and <laughs> cotton candy and, and things like that in front of my house and I didn't really ever have any clients because no one drove past my house but I've, I've always <laughs> You know, <laughs> I've always been interested in business and things like that. And so, um, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, I was like, hey, like, I want to hop into e-commerce. So I've always been interested in, in e-commerce and selling online. Um, right. And funny enough, I actually met another entrepreneur through Reddit. Uh, <laughs> you know, shout out to Reddit. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I met another entrepreneur through Reddit who, you know, ran his own online business and needed some help. And so I was like, hey, I'll come help you for free. Like, I just want to learn. Um, oh. And so, I, yeah. So I started working with this guy um, and he, you know, he had a business. He was doing about $800,000 in sales a year. Okay. Um, and so he was working with another fulfillment center and they weren't doing a great job. And so one of the things that I talked to him about was like, Hey, we need to find a, a better way to, you know, fulfill these products because lots of orders are getting messed up. You know, they never answer us. Yeah. They're super slow. And he's like, yeah, we, we, we should figure that out. Um, and so we were looking at other fulfillment centers and really what happened was my wife was like, Hey, you know, she was working part-time at another warehouse and she's like, Hey, what if, what if I do this for you? Like we can just, send it all to the house. You know, we have an extra room, you know, I can fulfill all the products out of the house and, you know, and then I get to make some money from it. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that, that sounds good. You know, I talked to, to my friend and he's like, yeah, that's perfect. That, that'd be awesome. You, you can totally do that. So my wife ended up being the one who was like, Hey, I, I want to fulfill the products. Right. Uh, and so we got everything to our house. We lived on the third story of the apartment complex we lived at. Um, and so we had to carry 106, you know, 20 pound boxes up three flights of stairs. <laughs> and so, but, but that's kind of how it started was with my wife fulfilling out of our house. Um, that's such a crazy story. Just for me to understand, because I'm quite a noob in, in this area. So when you, so basically then when you say fulfill, so you're, you're fulfilling some orders. This means that then the suppliers would come to your house and give you the packages and you would store them in your own apartment. Yeah. And then whenever there was an order, you just send this from your apartment to the receiver, recipient, right? Exactly. Yep. So the suppliers would send the products in bulk to my house. Yeah. And then, you know, we carried up the stairs <laughs> and so then... Crazy. And then as, you know, the store sold the products, we would ship them out one by one. So, you know, he might send us a thousand items and then we would ship them out one by one to his clients. Whoa. And yeah. And... <laughs> all right. All right. Two questions here. But first of all, the suppliers. So you already had suppliers from the other business you're working on or how did you manage to get the first suppliers? Yeah. So uh, the guy that I was working with already had suppliers. Um oh. And so it was just a matter of changing the, the shipping address. So, you know, instead of shipping it to the other fulfillment center, they would ship all the material to us. Right. Get it. And then how do you deliver 
the orders? Do you go yourself in the van or how does that work? Yeah, so we actually, um, so when we first started, we used um, an app called ShipStation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and pretty much it's just, they pulled together a ton of small businesses to get uh, discounted shipping rates through UPS, through FedEx, through the post office. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of us delivering it to the customer, we would deliver it to you know UPS, and then right. UPS would deliver it to the customer for us. Right. Okay. So in the beginning, you're doing the fulfillment, and then they would do the career for you. And how how did that go? Like working from from your house. What were the challenges? Was it easy to set up? Tell me about it. Yeah, so um, I mean, having you know that one one client, you know, it, it worked out of our house. You know, it pretty much took up the whole room that we had dedicated to it. Um, but really quick, we learned that you know we need more space. Like if we want to grow, we needed more space. We needed more technology. We needed more equipment. Like we needed more of everything. You know, so we we ended up once my wife figured out like, hey, this is how things work. Um, we actually ended up leasing office space, you know, inside of a, a bigger office. Right. And you know, we would essentially say, hey, we need to rent one room, and they would rent us out one room. And then when we got another client, we say, hey, we need to rent out two rooms. You know, they rent <laughs> us out another room. So we just started like room by room until we had you know four or five rooms and. So at this point, this was your full-time job or not? Yeah. So, and I actually still work my full-time job actually. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. So my full-time job is uh, I actually help run a LinkedIn ads marketing agency. Ah. Um, so I'm the VP of operations for a, a small LinkedIn ads agency. So I do marketing, you know, for my normal job and then we do logistics and fulfillment you know on on our side project but yeah. the side project is uh growing to a lot more than than a side project wow, at this that, it's great <laughs> okay so at this point let's let's go back still you're you're in your apartment and your wife is doing the fulfillment i guess the logistic part uh i guess the packaging sending and so on yep. and and what were your role what was your role yes then? Yeah, so she was doing the actual work of, you know, packing and storage and right. getting, you know, everything ready to get shipped out. Um, my role was more on the sales and admin side. So I'm getting the sales. Yeah, I'm invoicing all the customers. I'm doing the customer service. Um, so I, I was doing more of the admin side, you know, the right the paperwork. And then my wife was actually doing the, you know, more warehouse, you know, physical work. <laughs> wow. And uh, so you, you you told us that for her it would be about two three hours per day, right? Yeah, and to start. Yeah, to start. To start she's doing about two to three hours a day. Yep. And for you? And I mean, I was maybe doing one or two hours a day to start. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and um, just for me to understand the business model, then the way you make money is that the supplier gives you a, a percentage of the sale, or how how does that work? So we actually don't work directly with the suppliers we work directly with the business owner um so what happens is the business owner buys from the supplier and sends it to us and then the business owner pays us a fee for packing and storage and and holding all the product um so so yeah it comes directly from the the business owner itself 
Why do you think this is such a great business at the moment? Did you like some market research? So why did you invest it on this? <laughs> I mean, it really started out as just a way for my wife to have, you know, extra work to do and make some extra money. It really, right. our plan wasn't to make this a business. Um, so once she kind of figured out what she was doing, she was only working like two to three hours a day. Um, and so she asked me like, hey, um, can you get me some more clients? You know, so I was in a ton of e-commerce groups and I'm like, yeah, sure. I can ask in some of these e-commerce groups I'm in on Facebook and Reddit and, yeah. you know, see, see if anyone's interested. So, so that's what I did. And I mean, with very little effort, we got a line of people who were like, oh yeah, I want you to do my fulfillment. I want you to do my fulfillment. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we, we ended up bringing on five clients in about two months and it got to the point where my wife was working more than eight hours a day so we actually ended up hiring a high school student part-time to help mm -hmm. us out and it just kind of slowly turned into its own business you know it really wasn't like us trying to build it it just kind of happened yeah that's good uh, you at some point you you don't have any space at your house you start renting these other office spaces in, did you invest any money yourself or did you just you know expand it with the money that you got from uh, from your clients yeah so we we actually have invested um some of our own money into it so when we first started it was just like hey we're just gonna use whatever this guy pays us to buy stuff but right. as we started to bring on more clients like you know we needed more equipment we needed more space and so You know, we, we had a little bit of savings, and so we ended up using our savings to buy everything we needed to, to grow. Okay. Was that scary? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> super scary because, you know, we've probably, since the start, we've probably put in, you know, $30,000 to $50,000 of our own money into this mm -hmm. now. Um, and, and it's scary, you know, because, like, right now, I'm still working my day job and not right. taking a paycheck you know, to make sure that we can keep growing. And, and I mean, it is scary because you, you just never know, right? You, you never know if it's gonna all crumble at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine. But one thing that is nice is that it's a simple business model, you know, when, when you're doing something like software-wise, let's say you're building an app or something, you require a lot of users to actually make money. But for you, you just need one client, right? It's a B2B business. So you just need one client and you're already making money. So that's, I guess, a little bit more relaxing. Yeah, it is a little bit more relaxing. The The problem is, is the profit margins are really small. So mm. on, on an order, you know, we're making 20 to 50 cents per order. You know, so right. we need to be doing lots of orders every single day to be making money. And so that's the scary part, you know, is... Hey, we have 10 people who do five orders a day and then one person who does 150 orders a day, mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, if you lose that person who's doing 150 orders yeah. a day, that's, that's all your profit. <laughs> exactly. So at this, at this point, are you still renting out the space from this office or how, how is this set up? Yeah. So, so we're, we're actually no longer there. So what ended up happening was after right. we grew, you know, moved into that office space, Um, we, we were actually doing that out of Utah. And what we noticed was about 70% of our orders were on the East Coast of the United States. 
Right. And, you know, we were located closer to the West Coast. You know, our, our clients were paying a lot to ship everything to the other side of the United States. Um, yeah. And it got to a point where I wasn't able to sell as many people because, you know, they, they'd have a, you know, let's say a two pound package and they're like, well, how much is it going to cost to ship it? You know, and I'm like, oh, well, it depends on where it's going. You know, it's going to be between $8 and $20. And they're like, well, that's a really big range. Like, I can't work yeah. with that. So my wife and I decided, hey, we're going to move across the country Whoa. and we're going to move closer to where all these orders are going. And so we ended up moving to Indianapolis, Indiana. And that's where we're at right now. And we kind of restarted out of our house. So when we moved to Indiana, we rented a house instead of apartment. <laughs> uh, and we, we filled up our garage. We filled up our whole house. Um, it was to a point where... The house was full of product. Everything except for our kitchen and our bedroom was full of product. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, but, so do you know why most of the orders were going to the to the East Coast? The way, you know, the states are set up is about 70% of the population live on the East half of the United States. Right. And so with most of the population living there, that's where most of the packages are going. Um, okay, gotcha. Walk me through that conversation, though. <laughs> you and your wife sit down, <laughs> and then you say, "You know what? I think that actually we have a lot of ours going to the to the East Coast. Let's move." Was that easy? <laughs> no, it was not easy. So that was like a six month conversation, you know. And so I I had already talked to my wife before about potentially moving out here for other business opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so she kind of already knew that I wanted to, to do something where we would move out here anyway. But when we decided to do it for the business, it was, you know, kind of like you said, it was like, hey, a lot of our orders are going over there and I'm not selling any new customers because of our prices. It, yeah. it might make sense to move there. And so that was a six month conversation we had of, yeah. should we do it? Do we not? You know, do we keep this small and have a side project or do we jump in and move out there so and that's what we did we loaded up everything into a moving box and yeah. in my truck and we drove out to indiana it was a three-day drive definitely a big big decision how certain were you both that the this would be a good decision business-wise yeah so business-wise i mean we were pretty certain like hey if we can move out there and get better prices Like, I'm pretty positive we can close more business. How, how know, positive, but, if we have to say, like, in a percentage-wise? percentage, percentage Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I was probably 80, 85% positive that it right. was going to work. You know, like, I was pretty positive about it. I'm, I'm also a pretty, you know, positive guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think everything's going to work, but... Uh, yeah. You know, I was pretty positive, because we, we have a pretty solid stream of people who want to work with us. And right. the biggest thing is pricing. That's that's always the biggest thing is how much does it cost? How much is it right. going to cost me? You know, and so by moving out to Indianapolis, our, our rates went from, you know, in that example, I said $8 to $20. Well, yeah. now our range is $8 to about $12. So, you know, wow. we were able to cut our shipping costs almost in half by moving yeah. out here. So I'm like, yeah, if I could do that, I mean... It's, it's a no-brainer. So yeah. and, and before we came out here, I had already sold two clients before we even moved out here. Right. So there was product heading out 
to where we were before we even moved. Yeah, and <laughs> and you could keep your job, right? I guess it's a remote job. Yeah, yeah, and I I was able to keep my job. I, I talked to my boss and told him, hey, like this is what we want to do, and you know he was super supportive of it, and he still is super supportive of it. You know,、right. he's always like. Hey, as long as your work's getting done, I could、yeah. care less where you live and what you do. <laughs> and、uh, at, at some point, when I was trying also to do my my own thing and working at the same time, I don't know, I I couldn't manage to do both because I always felt that when I was working, that I should be working on my side hustle, and when I was working on my side project, maybe I should be working for my company. Do you have this feeling, or you can separate things? Yeah, it's it's definitely hard. That's for sure. I think the big thing is just. Setting a schedule—that's that's been the thing that's、mm. helped me the most—is having a schedule of hey, this is the time I'm gonna dedicate to my side project, and this is the time I'm gonna dedicate to my job. You know, so with me being here in the East Coast and all my colleagues being back on the West Coast, you、mm, know,、yeah. I I kind of have a few extra hours in the morning. So you、right. know, my day is normally okay. You know, let's get into the warehouse, and I have two or three hours before. Anyone comes in to work at my day、yeah. job, so my first two to three hours of the day are great. Let's get the warehouse up and running. Let's make sure everyone knows their tasks for the day, and then that's when I kind of go, okay, I'm going to have to step back a little bit and work、yeah. on my job because you know that's what pays my bills.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> have another two or three hours, and then when lunchtime comes, I'm back in the warehouse, making sure everyone's on task, making sure everyone、yeah. knows what they're doing, and.、Um, In my case, though, it's been super helpful to have my wife be my、mm-hmm. business partner because during、right. the day, you know, she's kind of the one managing all the employees, managing the warehouse, making sure orders are going out. And、um, are you guys able to disconnect from your business, or is it like all you talk about? Oh man, it's it's we don't disconnect from it, and、yeah. and that's that that is one of the hard parts of you know. Doing the business with my wife is,、yeah. you know, we're we're together all day, every single day, and all we talk about is the business, and, and it gets hard,、um, you know. And and sometimes there's times where you know, usually it's my wife. Normally, I'm the one who always wants to talk about the business, and so lots、yeah. of times my wife is like, "Hey, after seven o'clock at night, we're not going to talk about the business anymore." Well,、yeah. <laughs> But that's actually kind of the next thing that we're working on is. You know, we've been working in the business for so long that now it's getting to a point where we've grown it enough to where it's okay. How do we get out of the business so we can work on growing it even more? And, you know, right. You know,、right. the vision of the business. So you moved. You you first started in your own house. Then you found a warehouse that now it's fully yours in a way. All the space is yours. You're still renting、yep. it, right? Yep. And did you hire? People. So right now it's、um, myself, my wife, and then we have three full-time employees that work for us. Wow. Okay.、Um, and then we, yeah, and then we have about another three to five like on-call people because our business is very、right. like you know Black Friday, Christmas, Whoa, and、yeah. every holiday gets really busy. Um. So we don't need you know six people every single day, but. Yeah, so we we have you know two to three people on call that we can,、yeah. you know, call at any time. Be like, hey, do you want to come work for a week or for two weeks,、yeah. and they get that extra help. So money wise, you are already able to pay, I guess,、uh, three or four paychecks. Can you also take money for yourself? Can you pay yourself as well? Yeah. So, and that's kind of the tricky thing. So, 
in theory, yeah. So we, I could be taking a paycheck. My wife takes a paycheck, so like mm -hmm. it does make enough for that. Um, the problem is, is it takes a lot of money to grow this business, um, and so that's the hard thing. Is you know, if I take a paycheck, then there's no money left over to grow. So where um, do you invest? Where do you invest the money to grow? Yeah. So so the biggest investment is software. Um, mm. It, people don't think of it, but there's a lot of technology that goes into a fulfillment center. And so as we get bigger and we try to automate more things, we just need more software, which, you know, comes down to needing more equipment. And so software, where, where, where would you use the software? Yeah. So, I mean, like the basic software you need is like we need software to pull orders from people's stores. So we need something that hooks into Shopify and WooCommerce right. and Amazon right. and eBay. So we need that software. Yeah. So you have a team of developers working on that. Yeah. So we have like, you know, some freelance developers that will hire to do things. On. So we don't have like a dedicated team. Do you have any background on software development? A little bit. Um, so in my in my normal job, I actually oversee the the development of our own internal tool um, for the LinkedIn ads. Um, so I have been doing, you know, I guess like project management for for some software development. So you know, I know enough to get by. By no means am I, am I a pro at it, but you know, I know yeah. enough. I can I can read code. I can't really write anything, but I can read enough to understand what's going on. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's already super useful because if you have, you you have only to manage, right, and to understand if the code is, well, more or less well written, and you need to know how to communicate with the developers, but you don't need to actually code, right? So if you have that exactly. background, it's already really good. Yeah. Yep. You are now trying to reach the second phase of your business, which is a way for you to maybe step out from the operation side, maybe you and your wife and start maybe more delegating, scaling it up. What are what what do you have in mind? Yeah, so so yeah, really our second phase is right now we're really really focusing on getting the process and system working like a machine where we don't right. have to be involved, where we can just say, Hey, here's the process, go follow it. So hmm. that's really what we're working on in over the next two months. And then you know, once we kind of have that down my focus is going to be strictly on sales and bringing people in right and then you know from there when, once we have the process down it's really just copy and paste and we can go open you know another warehouse another two warehouses you know so. right are you still worried about the business or were you all already able to get the money that you invested back um, so we haven't gotten back our investment as far as like pulling it out of the business like we're We're still keeping that money in the business, but the business mm. is worth a lot more than we initially invested course, into yeah. it. Um, so right now we're we're on track to do roughly four hundred thousand dollars in sales this year. You know, I, I'm not worried about our you know thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars because if we did decide to sell or, or whatever, you know, we we would get it back on that end. So I'm not right not worried about it, especially because, you know, I'm still able to do my normal job and we're able to cover our bills. So yeah. what what were the top lessons that you that you got for, so far from, from this business this business? Yeah yeah. Um when we moved from Utah to Indiana, we had to take all that product with us. Um, and, and that was something that was really hard to do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and what we actually ended up doing was, you know, one of the coworkers I work with was like, hey, I'll help you out, you know? And I'm like, cool, that'd be sweet. And we we actually got to Indiana. We had been here three days. And he, he texts me like, hey, dude, I don't know that I'm going to be able to help you anymore. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so we'd been here three days. Like we didn't, our stuff was still packed in boxes. Like I had to fly back out to Utah, rent a U-Haul and drive back. So in a matter of a week, I drove to Indiana twice. And so it was costly. And then we ended up losing a client because of it, because we didn't oh. send out any of their products for a week. And it, it cost us, you know, $15,000. It, it was a pain. It was... So what is the lesson? Yeah, the lesson is uh, I, I think I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Like, <laughs> I think it's, you know, if you're going to trust someone with your business, you know, yeah. make sure you can actually trust them. Right, right. Because I, yeah. I thought, hey, you know, yeah, I could definitely use some help. You know, we even offered them, you know, like an equity stake in the business for helping out. Yeah. And, yeah. and even that still still wasn't enough and so i'm like dang you know it was a costly mistake but i i think it just comes down to planning you know like hey if you're gonna make a big move like that you probably need to plan it out better and have more contingency plans like hey what happens if your partner quits on you in the middle of the mm, trip <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no that's so, great uh yeah, I, I used to work on a, on a startup before and I was very close with my boss and that's actually something that he, he told me. Like, I have a plan A, a plan B and a plan C, you know. You need to have, to think about all the possibilities. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's very mind-consuming as well because it means that you can actually not relax. But um, <laughs> what, what do you think are the qualities in you that make you an entrepreneur or, or that, that you think that make you a, a good entrepreneur? Yeah, so I mean, qualities in myself, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think the big thing, yeah, it, it's really hard to talk about yourself. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, I'm not like, oh, I'm the best because by no means <laughs> am I the best at, at anything. But I think the big thing is, is I'm just a, you know, like, get it done. Let's figure it out. You know, like when our, our partner bailed on us, you know, three days after being here, you know, it would have been really easy to be like, okay, well, that sucked. We're, we're done. We're not going to yeah, do it anymore. Yeah, for sure. And, and my wife was pretty bummed about it. She was okay, like, yeah. man, maybe this isn't the right thing, you know? And in my mindset was, well, I don't know if it is the right thing or isn't the right thing, but hey, I need to go back and get the stuff because we can't not have it, you know? So yeah. my mind is super focused on, Get, you get done. it done. Yeah, 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 pretty much, you know, get yeah. it done. Like, you know, there, there's no time to waste and we'll figure it out as we go. I sell stuff before we even have space for it. Like, hey, we'll have a client's like, hey, I need a thousand cubed feet of space. Do you have that? And I'm like, yeah, we got it. You know, no yeah. worries. And our warehouse is full, you know. And yeah. then when they're like, okay, hey, I'm sending it to you. Great. Well, now I have to go figure out how to get a thousand. Yeah. You know, cube feet of space so yeah you have that salesman mindset right <laughs> yeah well that's the thing is i don't consider myself a great salesperson like yeah. I, I i don't enjoy sales um 
I, I actually enjoy sales for, for the fulfillment center because I get to talk to other business owners. Right. Uh, you know, and I get to talk to them about how their businesses are doing and mm-hmm. the challenges they're facing. And I'm genuinely interested in what they're doing. Um, and I think yeah. that helps me be a good salesman at, you know, the fulfillment. Yeah. So that's, yeah, my question. So what is, is that what passions you about, about this business to connect with other entrepreneurs? So what is like the passion behind? Did you try to identify it? It really just comes from like, I feel like my purpose in life is to help people. And and I I would consider myself relatively good at business. And so Mm -hmm. to me, my way of helping people is helping them through their businesses. This purpose that you that you mentioned of helping people, is this something that you, you took your time to figure out or something that you kind of already knew? since always yeah no it's definitely been something that i had to like figure out and and set time aside to work on and uh, because i I really do think like having a life purpose Mm -hmm. it really helps you stay motivated when things get tough yeah for example like you know i I would love to be rich and have all this money and (laughs) and all that you know like that's everyone's dream i don't know anyone who's like i want to be poor you know (laughs) I don't think that's anyone's goal, but you know, at the same time, I would be okay working for free doing business consulting. Like I enjoy it that much that I would be poor yeah. if I did business consulting. That's great. What What are your next steps? Are you thinking on keeping your your job? Are you thinking on going full time? What are your next steps? Yeah, so my goal is to be able to step out of like working in the operations of the business and focus on sales. And at that point, you know, go full time and leave my job and, and be right. able to, to work off of what, what we've built with shipping departments. So, yeah, so yeah that, that's kind of the next steps is once we can kind of step away, you know, kind of go from there and, and go full time and be able to fully work for myself. Cool. Yeah, Cody, thank you so much for this conversation. It was so interesting. Last question for, for you. Imagine there are other entrepreneurs starting now, starting their business. What would you say? Like, give them a word. What would you say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the thing that's helped me the most, and, and I didn't even make this up, you know, I, I my uncle taught me this, but I'd say sell whatever your product or service is before you even have it. Hmm. Cause you know, if, and that's how we started, like I sold this guy in fulfillment and we didn't have any space for it. Like right. we made room for it in an extra room we had, you know? So it's like, why are you going to go spend 12 months creating this app? If no one's going to sign yeah. up for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, get people sold on the idea first and then go deliver on it, you know, and it's kind of counterintuitive, you know, it's kind of reverse thinking, but if you know, you have people waiting on you for, you know, your product or service, that's going to motivate you to get it done. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a great tip. Cody, thank you so much for this conversation. I had a lot of fun and it was super nice to to learn from your business. I will share your um, website in the description of this episode and anything else that you want me to share it will it'll, it'll be in the description and maybe it will help you to get some uh, some clients. I don't know. I have some <laughs> listeners from the US. It, it could definitely help. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I thank you, man. And and actually, most of our clients aren't from the U.S. Most of our clients are uh, outside of the U.S. So. All right. Then, yeah, <laughs> even better. <laughs> even better. So, perfect. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate you having, having me on and having this conversation. Yeah, cool. Thank you very much. Awesome, man. Thank you. And this was another wannabe entrepreneur. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And if you like this content, if you like these interviews, you can become a wannabe entrepreneur member. The link will be in the description. Thank you very much and see you tomorrow.